Well, good morning. Um, I uh, am thankful uh, to be here with you this morning. Thankful to be sharing. I know we're in some really weird times right now uh, with all this stuff going on with the coronavirus and and we're having to do things differently and process things a little differently and um, and everything. You know, when you when you're going through storms or trials, there's always blessing. There's always things to be thankful for. There's always ways to look at it to where you can see how God can use things um, to bring us back to him. And and one of the one of the things I've enjoyed for I think most of us is the the slowing down. And I know there's some of us that are on the front lines and maybe it doesn't feel that way or some of us have kids at home or not used to that all the time and it doesn't always, but I, I really think the the world as a whole has been forced to slow down, and I do think that that is a blessing. I'm not um, thankful for what's the the cause of it, but I am thankful for the result. And so, just continue uh, to be in prayer, and that's a great uh, you know kind of transition here because we're going to be talking about prayer today. We've been going through. Um, this idea of spiritual disciplines and what that looks like for us and how I, I believe with all my heart it's an absolute necessity for the growth of a Christian and we kind of did an overview of the spiritual disciplines and and then I talked about how we're going to break them up into 30 sections so right now we're in the inward disciplines and last Sunday we talked about meditation and all that that is you know and talked about having a scripture and reading it and pondering it and and you know using your imagination uh with that um how we include prayer and meditation and creation and meditation and so I, I hope that was a good good platform for you to build on and grow and I hope you took advantage of that this week. Uh I encourage you to read the twenty third Psalm but obviously there's there's no limit in scripture to, to where you can go and so uh, if you had something, I hope you I hope you did that, and and got to have some some meditation time this week. Don't let it stop. Uh, whatever you started doing, build on it. If you if you failed this week, you know that's okay. Um, you can start again today, and you can start again tomorrow. And and uh, you know, there's two schools of thought with that. It's it's uh, it's okay where you are. And God always meets us right there, you know, but don't also don't let that be an excuse to not start. Well, I can start tomorrow, you know, because uh, we're not promised tomorrow. So so both of those things are true. And so, you know, take advantage of the time that you're given. And so I'm going to open us up with a word of prayer and then we'll get started. Father God, just thank you for the day. Thank you for all that you're doing. Uh, Lord. Uh, this can be received as a, a scary time in the world um, with this virus and this global impact that it's having on so many things. God, it's easy to have fear, and uh, I struggle with that. Lord, you know that I have to confess that often, and and Lord, but you tell us not to fear over and over and over again, and, and God, I truly do believe that you are God and that you see it all, you understand it all, and that you are going to take care of your children through it. And God, I know that doesn't always look like what I think it should. But you are going to meet our needs. 
and you're going to take care of us and we can lean on you and we can pray and our prayers impact you and and how things function. And so God, teach us to pray. God, as we dig into this subject today, teach us um, what we need to know, where we're at, and help us to grow, God. And I, and I know with all of these, there's no end to the growth. We're forever students, and we're forever going to feel like we're at the beginning because uh, everything we, I think we learn and, and process, we see how how much more is out there, you know, to learn. And so uh, thankful for that. Thankful that the, the depth of all of these is so deep, God, that it's unreachable without you, God. And it's just a forever deepening. And I'm excited about that. I'm excited about this journey through these disciplines, Lord. And I'm, I'm thankful for your word. I'm thankful for Richard Foster who wrote the, the book I've been studying, Celebration of Disciplines, and, and just how he penned all these things that you gave him uh, to write down and and the help he had and just the blessing that this book has been. And so, God, just whatever resources you want to pull together to help us grow in our disciplines, I just pray for that. Lord, I pray for each person who's listening that, that you will uh, help in their desire, God, for this, help in their desire just for their love for you to want to to be in relationship with you God to not just have a bunch of rules and so God just be with me this morning as I share what what I feel like you've given me to share and God just pray for your power in it that it will just reach our souls God and stir us and move us into action God um, because faith without works is dead so God we believe and we want to respond to that belief we love you. In Jesus' name, amen. So I, I, I said this before in a, a previous message, but, you know, prayer uh, prayer is this launch pad, this catalyst. Uh, I was watching a, a video this week. Um, somebody posted it on YouTube, and it was uh, how to build a trebuchet, you know, the old old style catapults that, uh, that they had, how to build one with your kids, you know, to, to have some fun. And it was just a just an idea while we're while we're at home, and uh, I've stopped saying trapped at home or stuck at home because being at home is a blessing, and being with our families is a blessing. Um, I know we're missing the big social interaction scene, but I you know I've been to Africa, I've been I've been to places where people are far out in the countryside, and and you know a lot of times it's it's their family that they are around a lot, and so. You know, I talk about this often. Uh, the The family is one of the greatest training grounds for for spirituality and, and relationship because you know here we are with these people um, that share our DNA and we're uh, we're we're learning to love them and help lead them and and learn from them and all those things. So uh, so being at home is a blessing. But anyway, uh, this video, this guy built a trebuchet and. And, the, you know, his kids, they were launching things. And, I, like, of course, you know, being a man, I'm like, oh, I could build it. I'm going to build it bigger, you know, so we can launch bigger things in deep into the woods or something. Um, but anyway, uh, it, it's kind of like that. You know, prayer is this catalyst, this catapult to, to throw us into or launch us into the spiritual realm. Um, it's And it's always right there, you know. You don't, there's nothing you have to do but but just start talking to God, you know, 
And sometimes we do that mentally in our head. Sometimes we do it vocally. Um, but God's right there, you know, and because of Jesus and what he did and the Holy Spirit, we have access to him right where we are anytime. And I love, love that thought. So prayer is going to launch us into the spiritual realm. It's going to change us. It's, it's going to usher in change as our prayers change and deepen. Uh, you know, I think it's a, a reflection of how we're changing. Um, I was, I was fishing this week with Caden and I'm telling you outside of drowning, uh, nothing else could have gone more wrong. Like everything we tried, everything, uh, I forgot things. I, uh, the wind just picked up and it was crazy. Every time we cast, we were thrown into the trees. We we're breaking lines right and left. The anchor wouldn't hold. I mean, it just like we didn't get a bite, um, as you can imagine. And it angered me. I was frustrated. And I, I came into shore and Shay was trying to be nice to me. And I was trying not to snap back. And, and I, man, I was in prayer immediately because I recognized what was going on in me. And praying for uh, repenting and praying and 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 God softened my heart pretty quick, thankfully. And uh, He used Shay to help with that, and <clears throat> that was kind of a cool moment. But prayer is is always available. There's a there's a bunch of different kind of prayers. There's prayer of guidance and intercession, and I you know just it can go on and on and on. Um, and and that's kind of what I I want to say, man. This is such a vast vast topic. Um, all I'm going to do today is is kind of do some intro stuff because sometimes with these vast topics, maybe you don't know where to begin. And I just want to remind you that, that it's it's the heart of a child, you know, um, and to keep that image in your head. Uh, because at its simplest form, pr- prayer is very basic and it's very simple. And we, I don't want to overcomplicate it because um, in the in the journey, it will... It will grow, but I don't. I don't think it ever becomes complicated. So that's not complicated, okay? And we're going to start with James. Um, I'm going to read from James chapter four because I want to start where uh, we're doing it wrong. <laughs> you know, um, that may sound weird, but I want to start where uh, and James tells us we're doing it wrong. So James four three, and uh, I'll, I'll flip over there with you. So it takes me a second. Sometimes I speed these scriptures and I I don't mean to do that. So I always encourage you to have a, a piece of paper and a pen out just that you can you can be jotting things down anyway. Um, but in James four three it says you ask and you do not receive because because you ask wrongly to spend it on your passions. Um, the Bible gives us some stern warning there in James four three. And it, and it says we're asking, but we're asking wrongly. And and motive, man, we've been talking about that with meditation. Motive is key in, in all of this, like what our heart is. And so we, we want to reflect on those words from James um, 4.3 uh, because our motive matters so much. And, and so often we pray wrongly. And some of us don't know how to pray, you know. Um, and, and so we'll talk about that. But real prayer, prayer is going to transform our thoughts to his thoughts and real prayer is going to transform our desires to his desires and the things he loves we're going to begin to love and and the things he wills we're going to begin to will 
And so, so real prayer is this, this transforming thing. And notice I'm saying real prayer because I do think there's prayer that's not effective. I do think there's prayer that's not in line with, with what Jesus's teachings are. <clears throat> and so that's what I want to say, man. This has to be modeled after Jesus, right? I mean, he is our teacher and I, I don't ever want us to forget that. Um, and I wrote that in several places in my, in my notes and, like Jesus is our teacher. So uh, let's let's look at Mark uh, 135. Mark 135. And I wonder what I want to read a remark about Jesus here. Mark 135. And and this is a model that Jesus laid out for us. And it says, And rising very early in the morning, while it was still dark. He departed and went out to a desolate place, and there he prayed. You know, um, Jesus made time for prayer. It was obviously very, very important to him and should be important to us. And so uh, in in the model of Jesus here, I, I do think just personally, I know people argue with me sometimes, and that's fine. I, I would never tell you this is a law by any means. But I like to model things after how Jesus did them. We, we talk about that at our church all the time. You know, this whole discipleship thing, it, it's not its not a fad for me. It's its not something, some program we're going to do at church. It's, I really believe it's how Jesus ministered. And I want to, I want to um, imitate that, you know. Uh, I want it to look like his ministry. Uh, I want it to look like how he modeled things. Same thing in prayer. He got up early in the morning and prayed. Maybe you're not there yet, right? Maybe maybe you got to grow some in your prayer life to get there. But I but I do think Jesus modeled in that way uh, this early morning, just alignment with God, you know, through prayer. And uh, the psalmist David uh, wrote in Psalm sixty three one. He said, uh, "Oh God." Psalm 63.1, Oh God, you are my God. Earnestly I seek you. My soul thirsts for you. My flesh faints for you as in a dry and weary land where there is no water. And uh, just this, this I, I want to, I want to seek you. You know, I want to, I, I, I want to be filled with you. I want to, my, my soul's just thirsty for you. And, and so this, this longing, um, for God and to, to commune with God. So, and then the apostles in Acts, um, four, I mean, Acts six, sorry, Acts six, four. It says, uh, but we will devote ourselves to prayer and to the ministry of the word. You know, and this is from the apostles. We will devote ourselves to prayer and to the ministry of the word. So, you know, uh, this this change um, it, it, that's going to occur to us is, is something that maybe right now for you, prayer is something you do occasionally or casually, and and what the the transformation I hope that takes place for you in your prayer life, over your life is that it becomes your life, you know that that prayer doesn't stop. The Bible I remember when I read the the verse about uh, pray without ceasing. It doesn't stop, you know, and, and when I heard that for the first time, I'm like, what, 
how do you just sit around in a room all the time and pray and not do anything? And that, you know, again, that was, that was just a lack of understanding on my part. And now I get it. I get it. Um, because prayer needs to become our life. And so if it's not your life yet, don't, don't get overwhelmed. Again, don't complicate it. Uh, we need to start where we are. Okay. Um, God always meets us where we are. Okay. The Olympics are supposed to be coming up if they don't get canceled. And, you know, those Olympic athletes didn't wake up today and think, Hey, you know what? I'm going to do this in the Olympics. Um, they've been training. They've been for a lifetime, a lot of them, you know, training for years and years and years and years. So, uh, same way with this, uh, just so, so I, something I always try to reflect on is like this time next year, like maybe in a journal or make notes or something, but this time next year, I hope your prayer life has deepened from where it's at today. I mean, I hope it's deepened tomorrow, but just like, I, I like to typically glance at things in a, in a year, most of the time, especially as I'm getting older, it seems like, seems like years are cruising by a little faster. And, and so that, that catches up to me quicker than, than I realize. but I try to reflect back and, and hopefully I've grown from where I was a year ago. Uh, Paul, Paul says that we co-labor with God in this. Like, and so prayer impacts the world. I want you to hear that. I, we, there's a lot of big theological debates and discussions out there about um, predestination and God's uh, you know, knowledge of everything. And, and, and look, man... That stuff's above my pay grade. There's people smarter out there that can argue that with you. I don't want to argue. I just want you to understand that the Bible clearly, clearly says that our prayers somehow impact the mind of God and and how and how it plays out in history. And I don't understand all that, but I know that we're called to be prayers and our prayers make a difference. So please hear that, okay? Regardless of your view of, of, of whatever deep topic you want to dig into, um, the Bible is clear that we are called to pray and that our prayer impacts things, okay? So I, I want to encourage you in that. And then I also want you to encourage, as we're, as we're thinking about the model of Jesus, I want you to hear uh, you know, what the disciples said to Jesus in Luke 11. Luke 11, verse 1, um, Jesus was praying, okay? So he was modeling this for them. He was praying in a certain place. And when he had finished, one of his disciples said to him, now listen to this, Lord, teach us to pray, okay? So we want to be taught. This is a learning process. Don't ever forget that learning process. Lord, teach us to pray. It's like the whole desire thing I've been talking about. If you don't have the desire to know God, to have a relationship with God, then start there. Start praying for that desire to, to well up into you, okay? So same thing. Lord, teach us to pray. Uh, one of my favorite movie series ever is The Lord of the Rings. Maybe my, my most favorite. I read, um, I read those books when I, was, when I was younger. And so that entire story and journey, man, I, I love it. I love it. And there, for me, there's so many parallels to my own Christian journey. But um, <clears throat> one of the guys in the movie says, one does not just walk into Mordor, you know, because uh, Frodo is going to be going to the to the evil place to throw the ring in. And, and 
and that's the that seems like the answer, but it's impossible, and and it does seem impossible. And how does he get there? One step at a time with a lot of help. Okay, so same thing for us, right? Uh, you know, your your prayers are going to grow. The impact of your prayers are going to increase, but it, it doesn't happen overnight. It's a learning process, and we have to learn. And we're going to learn to to pray with boldness and have an expectation for what we're praying to occur. Okay. Not not just praying, Thy will be done. You're going to know the will, right? Because God's going to send you to pray for things, and and you're going to pray with boldness. And 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 man, what we see in the New Testament is we have the ability to command things, right? To command them. And so I, I I just want you to see that like this the prayer is a deep ocean and and we're gonna grow in it and our understanding and and how we pray and it's and it's where we begin to there's prayer for self right there's prayers that that we're gonna pray for self but um, a, a prayer that God's gonna send us out to be others focused and um, and again Jesus is our teacher don't don't forget that over in John seventeen you flip over there John seventeen. Uh, this is, I mean, sorry, John 15, John 15, apologize. I always go to John 17. It's one of my favorite chapters. Uh, it's Jesus's prayer uh, for his disciples and all of us. But John 15 is where I meant to go. John 15, uh, verse seven, Jesus says, if you abide in me, if you abide, right? This back to this relationship quality. You're, you're, man, you, you are in him. And my words abide in you. So what he says is inside of us. Ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. So we want to develop this prayer life that's that's bold, that is inside the wheelhouse of what God is leading us into. And I don't, I don't want you to miss this um, because the beginning of prayer is listening. Listening, listening, listening. In Richard Foster's book, The Celebration of Disciplines, which I have read numerous times. It, it, it's influence in everything I'm saying um, in my sermons for all of this because it's it's kind of where I've gotten my guide from uh, outside of Scripture because, it, man, just a phenomenal resource, I'm telling you. Um, phenomenal resource. But he, he says listening is the first thing, listening is the second thing, and listening is the third thing. Uh, we need to learn to listen. Listen, know, and obey. Uh God, like we need to, we need to know Him. It's piggybacks off meditation. Remember what I was talking about. But prayer is really the central discipline uh, to to uh, the the spiritual realm. It, it really is. And so, um, before we can connect and and pray the power of God into the lives of others, we need to learn to listen, listen, listen. Quiet down and listen, and and compassion. Like you're going to, I hope out of your time of meditation, out of your time of prayer, I hope you're going to have things that well up in you with compassion. And, and, and those things I, I hope are these little red flags, you know, that the things that your compassion is welling up, those are the things I think God's going to be sending you into to pray for. Okay. With power, again, with power and boldness, um, when, when people when you well up with compassion for a for a person or a people group or a situation or whatever, um, those those are the those are the places I've seen that God's calling me into to pray. I pray for the things God brings to my mind. Okay, 
And I pray for the things he brings to my sight. And I pray for the things he brings to my ears. And and so, I, you know, those are the things I want to pray for. And out of this meditation time that we've been talking about, compassion rises. And then um, compassion is going to lead me to, to praying and praying with boldness. You know, so pay attention. Pay attention during times of meditation. And again, I just want to reiterate, do not overcomplicate this. In fact, I'm keeping it simple today. We're almost done. Uh, I don't want you to overcomplicate this. Openly, honestly, and trustingly come to Jesus with it. All right? Remember, children. Just remember children. Keep that image in your head. Children have imagination, and they're really good at imagining. My kids come up with the coolest things. And so remember that as you pray. Like, maybe you're praying for someone to be sick. Like, imagine Jesus, like, being there, having his hands on them, healing them. Imagine his power flowing into them and driving the germs out. Just use your imagination and remember, we're ushered into what we're praying by God. I don't think we just can um, just come up with all these things on our own that, that we want to see happen and, and go pray. I think you're praying wrongly at that point, and you're not going to get answered prayer. And remember, it's a learned thing. So are you going to mess up? Yes. So if you're praying, 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 and you don't see anything happening, like, go back to the drawing board. Like, how am I, what am I, what are my motives? Like, Am I listening to God? Am I, you know, go back and like um, find someone who you know whose prayers are being answered and and go learn from them. Jesus is our ultimate teacher, but he's obviously taught them some things. So you can, we can learn from others. God designed it that way. Um, and don't wait to feel it. Don't wait till I, I don't feel like praying today. You know, um, I don't feel like getting up and doing yard work a lot of times. But if I just get out there and do it, I enjoy it most of the time. And, you know, get that fresh cut grass smell going on. I love that. Um, there's there's lots of things we don't feel like doing. But if we just do them, you know, we get in the middle of it, man, it grows. Like it just, oh, yeah, this feels good. Working out a lot of times when I start, I'm like, eh. And in the middle of it, like I break that sweat and like I get going and I feel that life building up in me and it feels good. So uh, don't wait to feel it. Just just begin, you know, begin doing it. And so some prayer prayer ideas for you. Um, obviously listening, um, surrendering, uh, those kinds of things, but praying for the, the worship service time, you know, when you're at the worship service time or right now we're, you know, here we are on podcast or Facebook live and, and, uh, depending on how you're hearing this, like pray for the listeners, like pray for the power of God to, to come out of these words and like enter people and change people, pray for marriages and again, visualize the change. Pray for your children. Lay hands on your children. Pray with them in the daytime. Let them pray with you. Pray at night. And gently just lay your hands on them and pray. Flash prayers. Uh, somebody coined that phrase. I don't remember the guy's name. But <clears throat> where you just see something and you you pray for people. You're in an elevator and you're praying for the people around you. You hear an ambulance go by and you pray for that situation. Praying against evil. You know, that's a good one. Um that's a that's a that's one the Bible you know tells us you know we're not fighting against flesh and blood we're praying against evil, so uh, I just I just wanted to again just kind of um, talk through prayer a little bit with everybody. Sometimes people just start praying in their life and they never learned anything about it. They just hey it was just an expectation. I'm a Christian. I got to pray, um, but there really is a learning to it. Jesus is our teacher. We can learn from others. We can learn from other books, but he's our ultimate teacher. Make sure. Everything you're learning lines up with with his 
models, um, our method, whatever word you want to plug in. And then the way he preached. Paul Paul prayed a little differently than Jesus um, uh, because his prayers just had a different focal point. And so we can learn a lot from Paul's prayers. And uh, so there's just so much to learn. This is really a vast, way too big a vast topic to cover in a, in a sermon or probably a year of sermons. But uh, we don't need to cover it all in a sermon. This is going to happen on the battlefront, right? You're going to learn uh, when you're in when you're in it. So uh, practice it. Begin practicing it. Begin making it um, something that you do. And then I, I hope it overtakes your life. I hope your life becomes a life of prayer. Let's pray. God, thanks again for today. Thanks for this ability to talk to you. This thing we call prayer. Help usher it into our life in a powerful way. Teach us to pray. In Jesus' name, amen.